Hey everyone, this is Brandi Cunningham with Fireside Grace Ministries, and I'm so excited to announce to you that the Lord has laid it on my heart to begin doing um, teachings very often. And so I'm going to be posting teachings as well. I know that typically you guys are used to seeing both Robin and I, or just Robin, and so now we're, I'm going to step up and start doing some individual teachings as well. Uh, I know that you know I lead a lot of the Truth Talks episodes, but in addition to that, I feel like the Lord is saying it's time to release some, some new material. So I'm really excited to do this with you guys. I've waited for this time my whole life for God to say, okay, this is the time to step up and do this. And so uh, we're going to do it because that's how we do things. We wait until we hear the voice of God, and then as soon as we do, we go. I don't need 18 confirmations. I know the voice of God because the sheep knows the voice of the Father. The sheep knows his shepherd's voice. And so I'm here to you, with you today to say I'm excited, I'm ready to do this, and we're, we're going to be troubleshooting, so I do expect the quality of the videos to get better. We're struggling a little bit at this time because we're just working with what we have, but I believe that we're going to be, um, you know, provided with great material. Um, equipment that we need to do this. We don't have anything to record camera-wise with, so we're using our iPhone right now and, um, you know, just uh, thankfully Christopher Mays, shout out to Christopher Mays, gave us a snowball. So that's what we're using as well. And because of donor support, we were able to buy an adapter to use our iPhone with the snowball. So you, should, you guys should be getting really great quality video. Okay, so what are these teachings going to be about? Well, they're going to be about whatever the Lord lays on my heart. Typically, I post on Facebook or I do um, you know, very long teachings or um, typically, you know, over an hour long teachings on prophetic things that we feel like the Lord has led us to share. Um, those usually take quite a while for uh, for me to prepare to teach just because I wait until I get a full download, I've processed it, and then I can um, release it. But these will be different. These will be, you know, 10, 15, 30, 45 minute teachings. It's going to vary. And so I want to equip you with the word of God. Um, I was telling Robin, this is going to, this first part, it's probably going to end up being character part two. We're going to talk about anger and gentleness and patience and um, conflict resolution. So I'm really excited to talk about that with you guys because we have been having some super struggles. The more that we, um, prepared to transition as we moved from our last um, place that we were staying into the place that we're at we're at now the land that we're at now it was a super um, spiritual warfare filled transition and so I want to share with you guys what the Lord taught me through that and how he really helped me because I know that it's just everyday real stuff that we all deal with whether us as ministers deal with it or you're dealing with it in the workplace I'm also in the workplace too as a minister and so and as an RN and so I know that the struggle is real and with your family and it's just something we're gonna face we're gonna face fights uh, with people we're gonna face trials and it's our response to them that shows the love of Christ and that's what we need to do we need to strive to do that I'm gonna give you a little background I came from a, um, a, a family where um, sarcasm is used and um, some aggressiveness, some passive aggressiveness, some passiveness. So we kind of have a mix of things. But, um, you know, I, to lose an argument was to be weak is kind of how I felt. And so, you know, my dad is a fighter. If anyone ever meets my dad, they're like, I understand you. 
um, you know, and so, and my mom was the lover, so kind of got a balance there, um, which is great. My brother's more like my mom, and I'm more like my dad, which is interesting to me, because we, I, my brother and I actually turned out very similar, um, very similar, like to the point sometimes where when we're together all the time, we both want to lead everything, and that just doesn't work, but we're, we get along really well, and it's great. Um, but, so, I was always, you know, growing up thinking that I had, I had to be strong and things like this, which is a great thing to instill in your kids, but then as my dad got older and started to mature more in the Lord, he started showing me and, and sharing with me that, you know, sometimes a gentle answer turns away wrath, which, coming from my dad, is a huge thing because he's the first, the, always the one to end the argument. So, he didn't always start the argument, but he dang sure finishes it. So, um... Maybe I should say darn sure, but you know what I mean. Um, so, okay. This has been on my heart. Titus. And actually, we've made a, a shirt called Tribe Titus. And it's Titus 3-2. And we're going to go into that in just a minute. And I believe that I'm going to help raise up a people, a, a, a tribe of people, that will embrace being Tribe Titus. And here's why I'm going to explain. We all hear the Bible verses that say a simple answer to anger turns away wrath. A gentle answer to, to anger turns away wrath. Gentle, gentle, gentle. But yet we have this flesh that rises up inside of us and it just wants to do its own thing. It wants to cuss at the person that just cussed at you or it wants to defend itself. And most often, and I, after sitting back and assessing the situations, I find that we want to defend ourselves. And that's what really drives a lot of the fleshly emotions in difficult situations. Really, it's all about wanting to defend ourselves. And so for about a year, I have been asking the Lord, okay, show me how to be more patient, how to be more patient, how to be more patient, how to be um, more godly with my words and my thoughts. Well, it all came back down to I'm defending myself. And the more I have learned to let God defend me, the greater the reward. And the more righteously he can deal with other people and not just myself. Because you know what? When you're speaking negative things to other people, even if it's because you've been wronged, you're still speaking curses. It doesn't give you right to speak curses into people's lives. Because what the Bible says that does is it goes into your, their womb and it sows that seed into their womb. Well, what is a womb? A womb is where you grow, grow things and grow the new life inside of you. And, and then eventually you give birth to that. So you're literally sowing seeds of um, discontent and whatever you're cursing them with inside of their womb so that they begin to you know, stir up and, and grow that and then they birth that. And we don't want that to happen. We don't want to speak those curses over people's lives. So let's dive in. Let's talk about some scenarios. Let's talk about some verses. I'm going to give you some real life tactics to be able to put in place to allow the Lord to become the justice bringer in your life and the defender of your life and your kids. Because I know as parents, it's easy, even as dog parents or cat parents, it's easy to get upset and want to defend your kids. But here's the thing. You can protect them, but the Lord is still going to defend your kids and your and your animals and everything too. So let's dive into this, Titus 3.2. I'm going to be using my phone because I don't have a lectern yet. Um, for those of you that know it as a podium, don't have a podium yet, excuse me. And so I'm going to be reaching for my water. I'm going to be using my phone for Bible verses because I can't hold my Bible and my notes and my phone and all those things. So, Excuse me. It is what it is. I'm excited. I think that you'll still get the word out of it. Okay. All right. So we're going to dive straight to Titus 3. It says, Godly living. 
remind, oh, and I'm reading all of today's out of the amplified version. Um, I do believe that, you know, typically Robin and I only teach from the Greek and Hebrew translations of the Bible. Well, the Amplified takes some of the words and breaks them down into that and then just puts it in words for you. So I'm going to be using the Amplified. If you don't like the Amplified, go ahead and, you know, just use the version that you like. I'm not offended by that, but this is the one that speaks to me about this specific topic. Otherwise, we like passion translation um, when we're just reading to study for ourselves. But otherwise, for teaching, we like to only use the original text. But for this, it's Amplified. Okay. Godly living. Remind people to be subject to rulers and authorities. Well, there's a whole teaching right there. <laughs> to be obedient, to be ready and willing to do good, which right there goes beyond being just obedience. Like Robin says, I need to be submissive and not just obedient because to be submissive to the Lord means that you're ready and willing to do it. Just being obedient is, you know, what is obedience without joy? To slander and abuse no one it doesn't say if you're upset with them it doesn't say if they've wronged you if they've come against your rights or your boundaries for um to be kind and conciliatory and gentle showing unqualified undeserved consideration and courtesy towards everyone for we too were foolish once, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various sinful desires and pleasures, spending and wasting our life in malice and envy, hating and hateful towards one another. But when the goodness and kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared in human form as the man Jesus Christ, he saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of his own compassion and mercy. By the cleansing of the new birth, spiritual transformation and regeneration, and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out richly upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that we would be justified, made free of the guilt of sin by his compassionate and undeserved grace, and that we would be acknowledged as acceptable to him and made heirs of eternal life, actually, actually experiencing it according to our hope, his guarantee. Our hope is his guarantee. So I'm going to stop there. It goes on to some great stuff, but I'm going to go back up and reread Titus 3.2 because that's the focus of this message. But I wanted you to see the entire picture. Okay. To slander or abuse no one. To be kind and conciliatory and gentle, showing unqualified consideration and courtesy towards everyone. Right? So we read that and we're like, okay, how do we do that? And here's what I want to talk about today. We... <clears throat> as humans have this thing called flesh and the flesh wants to respond it wants to defend ourselves so let's talk about a scenario um, Robin and I were recently really coming under attack by our neighbors and we knew that it was a witchcraft assignment against us to stop us from transitioning into the new like it is what it is it happens when you transition sometimes and it just it is what it is, so we fight it. And the neighbor, um, actually one of our neighbors, harassed us. Like, literally, the police got involved and everything like that. And um, not on our behalf, but on their behalf for um, something they did to someone else in the midst of the harassment. Um, 
but the our their target was me and what was interesting was I was not super moved by it I mean I was upset but um really it was more of an indirect attack at Robin because he doesn't want anyone coming against me which what good husband would right so um through this situation we had an, an opportunity to step outside and yell back at him and say the same things he was saying about us I mean I haven't heard as many cuss words I don't think in my whole life and been threatened as badly um, my whole life really but what we chose to do was pray we bound the demons operating through him and declared that he's free in the name of Jesus something also that's important to mention is we have been ministering to our neighbors before we left excuse me because we wanted to finish well and, and, and be obedient so we were doing that and then we start getting attacked. Shocking, right? We don't expect them, but when in, in a bad... I say that because I don't think that everyone should always expect attacks from every side. Because if you do, you're going to be under attack all the time. But we know that it's a possibility when we're doing good things for the enemy to try to stop us. And so, what Robin and I both decided was that it would be better just to go and confront the situation have a gentle answer and turn away the guy's anger and it worked he ended up coming back to us and apologizing saying he loves us and made us a home-cooked meal um, that took probably about five hours to make he made it over the grill excuse me <coughs> interesting my throat wasn't dry until I started talking on the video but um, so the, the answer turned away wrath and it brought um, restoration back. I won't say restoration, I'll say reconciliation because we don't want a restored, re you know, particularly restored relationship in that case. The very next day, um, it had been a very stressful time for us, um, you know, under every avenue, emotional, physical, financial, etc. And some another one of our neighbors decided it was time to cuss at Robin. And Robin had just rolled his ankle that day. I had I had been out most of the day before, so he was very busy doing things for the ministry and for the home and, and baby and dogs and everything that I help him with when I'm home. And um, I wasn't able to help him because I was at our new lot anyway, working on, on things to prepare us to come. And so I had a migraine, etc. So when I got home that night, we were both just really exhausted, doing the best we can to finish and have a good night. And um, that's when that one neighbor harassed us and we had that situation that I just explained. And then the next day we get up and this neighbor, two other neighbors had the same complaints and stuff against us, which were just totally made up lies. So the thing that I chose to do was to step out and say, okay, we need to talk about this. It, it took courage because for uh, the whole month, emotions were trying to build to tell me that I need to defend myself because we had lie after lie after lie made up about us that just simply weren't true. I mean, if it were true, we would be happy to own it and, and change it and move forward, whatever we had to do. But it just simply wasn't the case. And so right after this happened, the next day, we ended up having a, a conversation with our covering about a difficult situation we're going through. And his words to us were to, you know, let the Lord be our um, justice bringer and deliverer. And so that was a little hard for me um, for some 
some reasons with this certain situation and so I wanted to show show you what God showed me because here's the thing we can try and try and try to overcome anger we can try and try and try to overcome offense we can try and try and try to be patient we can try and try and try to be gentle but the more we do it in our own flesh the more we're going to fail at it and I just I hate to say that you know but the flesh only hurt holds a certain amount of strength to carry us it's just it's not made to we're not made to rely on our flesh and actually by doing that we're doing our body a disservice because we're putting a lot of stress on it and it wasn't made for that our body was to made to rely on our spirit and our spirit man can take us in sore and that takes the weight off of our body and who needs any more stress on their body or weight <laughs> like I don't know anyone that needs that and so um, I encourage you right now if you're someone that's listening and you're struggling with an addiction to anger <clears throat> or you're struggling with you know bottling things up bottling things up and then just exploding I just I ask you right now to lay down that to the Lord and I'm not saying your heart's not right, because here's the thing. For many years, my heart was right. My heart was, man, God, I want to defend the poor and the weak and the needy and those without a voice. That's that's biblical, right? Yes, but how you go about doing it, how I went about doing it, wasn't so biblical all the time. And so I want you guys to be free, because who the sun sets free is free indeed. But when we try to do it in our own power, we're not allowing Jesus to set us free. So right now, I just um, ask everyone to join in with me, if you will, if you've been struggling with this, and just say, Lord, I repent for every single time that, that I had an outburst of anger, unrighteous anger. I repent for every time I've used my words incorrectly, and I break every word curse that I've spoken over someone with those words. And Lord, I receive Holy Spirit to lead me in making righteous decisions. And being able to walk in accordance with the Bible because without Holy Spirit I can do nothing. I can do nothing apart from Christ. And I repent for trying to do it my own way and I receive your forgiveness and I'm excited for what's ahead. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Alright, so we're going to go to 1 Peter 3, 4 now. Well, let me pull it up here. really long time it says but let it be the inner beauty of the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality and unfading charm of a gentle and peaceful spirit one that is calm and self-controlled not over anxious but serene and spiritually mature which is very precious in the sight of God I don't know about you but self-controlled not over anxious serene calm peaceful I struggled with those and I mean I'm I'm I think by the people that I'm around and that really know who I am they understand that my goal is peace and my goal is love but I usually come at that at, in my past I have come at that in a very aggressive way because um, well one I'm just not afraid of anything and two um, you know, I thought that the way to do it was to, to dive in and just be determined and be driven and do it. But that's not the thing. It says, with the imperishable quality and unfading charm of a gentle and peaceful spirit, 
which is one that is calm and self-controlled, not over-anxious, but serene and spiritually mature, which is precious in the sight of God. Very precious in the sight of God. If this is very precious in the sight of God, then it should be a priority to me. It should be a priority to all of us. So I kept asking God, how do I do this? How do I do this? Because I feel like what I'm fighting for is righteous. But th that's the thing. We're supposed to worship God and let him fight for us. That'll, that'll talk. Let's go to Colossians 3, 2. It says, set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, and not on the things that are of the earth, which have only temporary value. Keep that in mind. I'm going to come back to this at the end of the message because that's our goal. To keep our mind, um, to set our mind and to keep focused habitually on the things above, not on the things that are on the earth. This is really important to us right now in the situation that we're going in with COVID and, and all of the layoffs and just the difficult things that we're finding out about media and all of these things. It's where to keep our minds focused on the heavenly things. And I've been saying this for a long time and Robin has to hear it basically every day, but I'm like, okay, there are some times that we post things or that we share things to expose um, or that have already been exposed that we're sharing to inform people that have been exposed, but we consider those things giving God justice. And we're not trying to talk negatively about those people. We leave it there so that people can be aware, but we don't continue to go on and curse them and talk bad about them and badmouth them and blah, blah, blah. We don't do that. Also, if you're someone that does that, we don't read your stuff on Facebook. So I just want you to know that. Um, because we're not supposed to let our minds go there. If we are a people that post things that are um, shooting other people in the foot or they're just tearing people down or they're pulling old baggage back into people's lives, I mean, I don't care if it's a political party that I'm completely against. You know, they're the agenda, that I'm completely against the agenda of what's being said. I don't care if it's someone that I, you know, in the flesh would, would say that I should hate. I, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter if it's someone that I love. We should treat all people equally. And so you are going to be held accountable for the things that you post on Facebook. You know why? Because that's a platform for influence. You are influencing, leading people of God. And you know what the Bible says? I'm sure that there are people there that are not super strong in their faith like you are. And so you're, the Bible literally says if you lead any one of these little ones astray, like better be it for you to have something else happen. Like you have to be held accountable in this time and you know what you can't expect other people to be held accountable if you're not accountable and so I'm teaching at this from a platform perspective but the other thing is guys let's just make sure that we're not talking about people that we don't have influence over we're not talking about you know negatively about people that it's not our responsibility to point out the problem um, because here's the thing if you think that it's your responsibility to point it out you should have a hand in helping fix it that is just the way it is otherwise we need to keep our mouth shut I know that there are some times that we need to bring awareness I am a public um, fighter for the abolition of abortion I understand all the different types of scenarios I get the honor and blessing and privilege of working with these women very often but um, that are, you know, going through a situation that makes them feel like they have to choose an abortion. But I'm not going to sit here and slander the women that do. That's not going to help them get out of that situation. So if you think that posting something about someone or saying something negative about a party you don't like 
is going to help them get out of that situation, you're wrong. It, this goes to both parties, all parties, every way, in every situation. You know, it, it, it just, it's unnecessary and actually it's sin. And so um, right now we need to choose to leave those things behind because we're going to strive towards focusing on the things that are heavenly and not the things that are earthly, right? Okay. All right, so I'm about to give you the verse that led to my transformation, that led to me saying, I can do this. Like, I can not defend myself. And listen, I'm not talking about not getting ran over because the Bible also talks about boundaries that are biblical. And Robin can teach you all about that. Um, we actually have a blog that has it in it. Uh, is it Apostoloikos? Yes. Yeah, it's our Apostoloikos. Yeah, it, it, and boundaries are in there. Um, and what the Bible has to say about boundaries. So there's a whole new thing about boundaries. You don't get to be passive and you don't get to be in self-pity, but you don't really get to be aggressive either. I'm not saying to be passive-aggressive, though. Flow with me, okay? We're just going to be healthy people that are submitted and aligned to God's will. All right, so I'm going to give you the scripture that God showed me that just blew my mind. Now, I know that we all know the scripture. You're going to think and you're going to go, this blew your mind? And I'm like, yes, this changed my life. Because when I read this, I thought, okay, when I feel the need to defend myself and I don't, I don't look weak. I look righteous. So that made it okay for me. I was like, well, righteousness or looking strong. Righteousness, righteousness, righteousness. Okay. All right. So if you, if you can't feel that way, read our character book. Okay. All right. Matthew 5, 38 through 40 on the Amplified. Now, I know that you know it, so so hang with me. Stick with me, and you'll hear this too. Okay, Matthew 5, 38 through 40 in the Amplified Bible. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, punishment that fits the offense. But I say to you, okay, listen close, closely. Do not resist an evil person who insults you or violate your rights. That's hard. <sighs> I just think about driving. But whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other toward him also. Simply ignore insignificant insults or trivial losses and do not bother to retaliate. Like, what? Maintain your dignity, your self-respect, and your poise. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat also, for the Lord repays the offender. Okay, several things in here. I'm going to switch over to my notes from the Bible verse. Wow, okay. Let me recap. We're going to talk about this first. There's a lot in it. Okay. Do not resist an evil person. So, 
anyone that violates someone else's rights or insults other people here is being called evil. So if you are violating other people's rights on purpose, <coughs> excuse me, if you are insulting other people, the word of God says that that's evil. You know what also the Bible says to do? It says run from evil. So do we want to be the type of Christians that people run from or run to? Think about it. I, so, so here to me, insulting other people is sin. So if you're walking down the street and you're like, well, she's ugly. Or, you know, you're driving and you see someone fat and you're like, wow, look how fat that person is. Or you're being evil and you need to stop it. Lord, give us a holy fear of you and the ability to obey your word. And the love that Jesus has for other people, let us have that same love. Our goal should be to walk in integrity at all times. No matter if we're getting insults, trivial losses, our rights are violated, people are insulting us, harassing us, threatening us. It says simply ignore. Simply ignore. Now we all know that there are times when confrontation is necessary. God had to confront Jezebel. Jezebel is a spirit that has to be confronted. But it is not always our duty to confront. In the situation that we were in recently with the neighbors, I did go and confront them because confrontation can bring a lot of clarity, a lot of freedom when it's done right, and a lot of love. Confrontation in a very aggressive way, however, can just bring more destruction. So you have to go into it wanting to love these people. And the Bible also says to love your enemies. And so if someone is, you consider them your enemy, then I'm pretty sure you're probably going to have an opportunity to love them. Just my personal thoughts on, on the matter. So you might as well go ahead and decide in your heart that you're going to love them. And here's the thing. There's also another verse that talks about not premeditating your plan and your discussion, your argument that you're going to have with someone. So if we're premeditating our response to someone and we're sitting there and we're going to say, well, you said this and you said that and I'm not this and, you know, I'm trying to use choice words here. Um, then we're premeditating. First of all, we're not believing the best about them. So that's sin. We're not believing that they are giving us the benefit of the doubt. Man, it may be true. It may be true that they're not. But our job is to believe the best. And you know why God put those principles in place so that we could focus on the heavenly things and bring heaven to earth. Because if we get focused on these trivial things, we're not going to bring heaven to earth as kingdom-minded people. And so we want to set our things, set our mind on things that are good and pure. So if we're premeditating an argument that we're going to have with someone or a discussion with someone we don't like that is in any type of a negative, sarcastic, whatever, defensive way, um, then... We're already out of alignment with the Word of God. We're supposed to be ever giving thanksgiving. We're supposed to ever be praying in tongues. We're supposed to ever be keeping our minds set on the things that are above. And like we read earlier um, in 1 Peter 3, 4 and Colossians 3, 12 and what we're going to go to later in Timothy, we have to keep our minds set on the things above. So premeditating an argument to someone or talking about them when you're going about your daily life and you're just talking to your spouse or your friend or whatever 
even though it doesn't seem evil because it's not to them, it is evil because the spirit realm doesn't have walls. And so if we're speaking something over someone, even if it's out of frustration, and here I'm going to say this here and I'm probably going to get some feedback. I don't want your feedback about this if it's negative, so you can just keep it to yourself. Um, and I won't read it, actually. It gets screened for me. So, um, if you... like the enemy's trying to block what I was trying to say so I just find the enemy from being over this teaching at all in Jesus name I wish you Holy Spirit again to just flow um, if you are premeditating or talking about someone you're cursing them and what you're sowing you're sowing it into the spiritual realm and so oh that's what I was gonna say so if you um, are going to a counselor and you're saying everything negative about someone that you don't like that is not biblical I'm not saying counselors aren't biblical I'm saying that it's not biblical for you because here's the thing the Lord said to forgive and move on so if you've already forgiven and you're being biblical what's the point of going and telling someone all the things that you're you know um, still walking in unforgiveness in unless that counselor is helping you towards forgiveness to that person don't bring that back up because I had a, an old pastor and actually Joyce Meyer um, she would say to, she would always say you're taking a trash bag and you're putting it in front of you instead of leaving it behind you're just pulling the old trash back up in front and the older trash is the more stinkier it gets so in dreams what that represents is you're pulling something old that you dealt with in the past into your future from the behind you is your past and in front of you is your future so you're pulling all of that junk back up from your life and you're putting it in the path of your future so be careful who you talk to be careful how you speak about other people because you don't want to be you don't want to be held accountable on the day of judgment for sowing negative seeds into someone's plane that they harvest from which is their, their themselves and their souls we can talk about driving um, you know for for days I personally don't like to drive and not defend myself what Robin laughs at me because what I call it's road justice um, I'm not I'm not aggressive I'm just and I'm not being a bad driver I'm or having road rage I'm getting road justice so that's what I like to say but I'm not allowed to do that anymore so don't even want to talk about it I am going to try to wrap this up quickly because we have a severe thunderstorm watch now and so I do want to watch the weather soon but um, okay, we talked about political activism, taking it too, too far, slandering and gossiping other people at work, whatever. If there's someone that's doing it, guys, just, just, just confront them. I mean, I bet, I bet 90% of the people, I'm just guessing here, that slander and gossip in front of you have never been held accountable. If you could say, you know what, I don't think that it's right to talk about that person without them here, so... I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to be, you know, holier than thou or whatever, but I really just think that I want to treat other people as I want to be treated. And so if we could not have this conversation, I'd appreciate that. How are you? Tell me what's going on in your life because I, I'm, what's important to you is important to me because it's important to Jesus. And just redirect. Don't even focus on the offense. Just, just redirect them. Um, so if you've done any of these things, just like I have, Again, maybe take time to repent today and ask the Lord to be the one that leads you in the right direction. Okay, <clears throat> so how to replace these things? Thinking on slander, thinking on gossip, talking about them, saying it out loud, cursing other people, 
um, wanting to get our way, wanting to be defended, and in those types of things. When we lay that down to the Lord, it might feel empty inside your mind. So you need a strategy on what to think about so that you don't go back into an old habit. <clears throat> if you're doing this, I do recommend fasting. Um, you know, just for a little while, fast something, maybe fast negativity, um, whatever the Lord leads you to fast. Because what we're doing is we're telling our flesh to submit. And it's going to submit. It is submitted in Jesus' name. All right, let's go to Colossians 3.8. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. This is gonna offend some people, but it's the Bible. I'm just reading the Bible. Okay, the Bible is offensive. Sorry, not sorry. But now rid yourselves completely of all these things: anger, rage, malice, slander, and obscene, abusive, filthy, or vulgar. That means all your perverted jokes need to stop right here today language from your mouth. Rid yourselves completely. Let's go to Philippians 4 8. Okay, we all know this, but I want us to know it in our hearts, all right? So, I, Lord, I just pray that every person receives this into their spirit as I say it in Jesus' name. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever is lovely and brings peace, Whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Philippians 4.8. Keep it. Write it down. Keep it in your pocket. Keep it in your visor, in your car. Keep it wherever you can just grab it and say, <clears throat> okay, I'm thinking on something negative. Pull that verse out and okay this is praiseworthy this happened that was honorable if you can't find something reach out to a friend and say hey what testimony do you have from the week if they don't have one from the week they they should and and they might need to hear this too but if then for the year for the year what's one thing god has done for you go find those good things right your 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 um memorial stones out show them to god talk to them Talk to what God's done for you and, and to your friends. God gives us a whole list of things because here's the thing. God's a good God. So he's not just going to say don't do this and then not tell us what to do in, in um, substitution for that because he's a good father. And so pull this verse out and figure out something to think on. It is accountability. It is you being responsible for your, word, your words and your mouth and ensuring that your mind is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Body, soul, mind, and emotions are supposed to also be a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so when we align ourselves with the Spirit of God, you release angels to work on your behalf. You release angels to go out and gather in your harvest, whether it be whatever you need. Because here's the thing also. We don't have to defend ourselves because the Lord says he's ever always meeting our needs. 
Excuse me. And so, um, we know that sometimes we need to be justified. It, it is what it is. I'm not just talking about physical needs. Spiritually, we need to be justified sometimes because, you know, there are unruly court orders against us. There's, you know, whatever's going on and the Lord needs to put an end to those things. But I promise you, every time I have let the Lord handle things, people get fired. And I don't wish these things on anyone, but the Lord does deal with them according to their sin. When people come against God's people, I mean, just read the Bible and all, and all the things. And even now that, you know, still happens to people who come against the Jewish people. They're God's chosen people, which we're grafted into now. But, you know, just read what happens. It's not a good thing when you come against someone in the body of Christ that is submitted to God and obedience to him to allow him to bring them justice. And so just know that it's always better when God does it and we have to ask for increased faith and what I can say is Lord I believe you but help my unbelief um, in the area in regards to you bringing justice it's very very hard because it's not instantaneous and we live in an instantaneous culture it seems like but we have to be people that <clears throat> excuse me are patient and are always waiting on the Lord ever looking for the things that he's doing for us the other thing is if we're complaining um, or we're gossiping, slandering, we're being negative, we're thinking on thoughts that the enemy puts in our head. You know, we, we have to remember the things to bind every, you know, hold every thought captive that's not of God. Keep, kick it out of our lives. Don't allow it in. We also have to remember the Bible says to pray in tongues unceasingly. And so if we're gossiping and slandering, I, I am 100% sure that we're not taking that time to pray in tongues. And so, um, you know, we can replace it by praying in tongues. If you don't know what to say, just pray in tongues. It's the best thing that you could do for yourself, your family, your, your pastors, your leaders, your, I mean, everyone. The best thing that you can do is just submit to God and pray in tongues. I love you guys. I'll be back with you soon. I hope you enjoyed this. Leave me feedback. We're going to post this to our YouTube channel. So leave me feedback. Subscribe to our videos. And I really look forward to hearing um, from you guys if you love this. If you needed this topic, what else we can teach for you. And we'll be back with you shortly. Be blessed.